This Week of Tags podcast is sponsored by Blue Chew. Last longer in bed. Your first order is free by being a Tags podcast listener. Go to bluechew.com. Your first order is free. Just use our promo code TAGS. T-A-G-S. Chew it and do it. Ready? What's going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, in the house with my two favorite people of the moment. I said Woo! that last week. Yay. Jeremy Ross Lopez on my right. Bitch. Only of the moment? <laughs> I, I don't know. understand. Thanks, <laughs> bitch. Here I am. And Lincoln. I'm here. Hi. In our studio audience today, we also have Peter who's yay. waving to us, so yay, thanks to that. Um, this is episode 142. Wow. I know. That's cool. And interestingly enough, we are approaching our third year anniversary of the podcast, Tags Podcast. When we first called it just Talk About Gay Sex, mm-hmm. changed it to Tags Podcast, and thank you listeners for being there from the beginning along or coming the on a lo- we last that. week even if you came on board. We love you. We appreciate you. And new announcement, I'm starting a new podcast that you'll get in the regular feed mm-hmm. coming out in March. I just wanted to promo it. It's going to be a, I don't know if you guys knew Love Lines back in the day with Dr. Drew. Inspired a little bit with that. It's a live show that will happen on a Thursday night from 10 to 11 Eastern Standard Time where it's our chance for the listeners and I, because now we've really built up some listeners mm-hmm. to kind of connect with you. There's a call-in line, oh, so you that's can cool. actually call in. I'm hoping Bye. once in a while you two um, separately will come on. Yeah. You can watch us. You can actually call in and give us... We'll answer your some of your sex conundrums, solicited advice, sex <laughs> advice. That's fun. I would do that. that would and then great. we'll play some fun games. It's just a lot more lax and fun and mm-hmm. an extension. And then it gets repurposed and comes out Friday. So that's coming out in March. More to follow on that. Cool. Um, with Black History Month here, February, I thought it would be kind of cool to honor and acknowledge there's a director out there who goes by Edward James. He just launched a new gay porn studio featuring all black performers. It's including people like Mac Donis, Adonis, Coverture, and a lot of others. Did I say that wrong? Yeah, Mac Daddy. Mac Daddy. Okay, yeah. And his name is Edward James. He's also a porn actor as well. Love it. And I think to just have a fully wow, the, gay those dicks. black... <laughs> Yeah, and then we're looking at the picture here of, of that is good, right? Just yeah, to have I know you know back in the day, Lincoln, the eighties porn was nothing but just pure white. Pure white. And yeah. that's Oh, those blondies. Blondies and all that. So it's nice to we salute mm-hmm. Edward James and his brand new EdwardJames.com. You can go to that for an all black gay porn studio let's get into some hot topics I was talking recently um to jeremy about i think last week i was talking about it i went to there's a party called naked it's like a naked social club here in new york city there's one in philly mm-hmm. they took over a spa recently and i met a boy there and i ended up hooking up with him there a little bit mm-hmm. we were stroking each other off and making out set up a time to meet up afterwards 
And I didn't know what that meant. I thought, oh, I think what I said last week, if you listen to episode 141, is I have a date with this guy. Well, lo and behold, in texting him... And it's funny because I feel like the date is totally last week's <laughs> episode. It's a different version of what this oh, week really? is. Exactly. So when <clears throat> I started texting him, he said, are we still on for such and such night last week? And I said, yeah. I And everybody always asked me, what do you want to do? So mm-hmm. I asked, I got ahead of the curve and said, what you into? What do you want to do? And he said, oh kissing making out sucking fucking and i thought okay now i already know what this night's all about so (laughs) put the candles away forget about netflix cancel the reservation yeah and it's it's all about that and so i totally prepared and it's interesting when you know you're meeting up with somebody and it's the countdown to that time so i'm lighting i did light a boy scent candle. I was going to say, you can have a little candle. I had that. If it's really good and you wear yourself out, you can have a little Netflix and get back to it, right? I was like, do I put the put on some like light music in the background or do I have like uh, oh that's what I do CNN in the background going on? No, probably not that. Or no, No. uh, I don't want to hear that. That'll be great. Just turn on. You don't. If you're not into him, just put Fox News on in the middle of it and it'll be over. I put on (laughs) loungewear and yeah, that's good. That's That's good. Easy to take off. Yeah. You always take off like a zip off or just a tank top yeah. or something that's like right. easier. And ultimately, um, we had a great chemistry, amazing sex cool. time. He, I'll talk more about that. Jeremy and I did a back um, a dark and dirty after show on what really went on on right. that. Ooh. And on our after show this week, you can go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex in here. All the fun stuff that went on, he, I think my whole point of it, there was another guy, a bartender that I was talking to at a bar we go to here in New York, that we were talking, we were vibing, we were making out at one point, and then at the end, I stopped him and said, hey, you want to come over and blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, my boyfriend, I go home to my (laughs) boyfriend. So I think my question to you all is, when... Have you ever had like missed cues with people that you are into? In other words, you thought, oh, it's one thing, but it it turns out it's something else. So in the first case for me, it was, I thought maybe a date, but it was just a sex hookup. The other one I'm making out with a bartender and I thought, oh, this is on. But he's like, oh, no, no. So clearly it's okay to have makeout session, but not go home. All the time. (laughs) All the time. I'm... <clears throat> especially back in the day, I would go out to a, a play party with 50 guys in jockstraps and be like, I'm going to go home with a boyfriend. Not the setting, mm-hmm. but it still is in the back of my head. Or you go, yeah, is that better? Mm-hmm. Or you go um, out to a bar and you're like, I'm not looking for anything. I'm not looking for anything. And everyone's on you like, no, no one's business. So yeah, I think especially in this day and age, miss direction or misunderstanding happens all the time and you just have to be good to yourself and smile and laugh it off right exactly yeah Yeah. jeremy i know i think it happens all the time i i what brings to mind what comes to mind when i think of that is like when you're i don't know getting to know someone or talking to someone and you're out and then you like kind of touch them in a sexy way but not like inappropriate and then they like 
shut down or back up and it goes back to when we were talking about what's inappropriate touching and what isn't. Right. And I'm like, the small of the back is respectful and oh, the totally small like, of the ba- and you're that's not even like I'm trying to finger your hole type of thing, but I'm just like, some people do act like that. And it's funny because like Steve was saying, you'll be talking to someone and I feel like it's when they let some slack go and then they pull it all back in. And right. It, and it's like, now I'm confused that, was this what I thought it was? Am I now I'm like, it was it not as sexy or not as forward as I thought it was going to be? And I'm like, I wasn't trying to do the most, but I was the small of the back too is so hot and not, I think respectful. Well, I also not respectful. That's probably not the right word, but (laughs) innocent, intimate, but not, it's not not like you grab the ass. But I also feel like I I did it. I do it. I, in the situation that I'm thinking of, I did it because I felt like it was the time. You know what I mean? When you right. think of it, you were as vibing the time with somebody. And then when the person's like, they find it like, I don't know, a little vulgar, then you're like, okay. I, I think it, you also have to really take into consideration people's mental state. Right. <laughs> yes. And what they might have going through their body. Last night, Peter and I were out. We were having a great time. We were both in. excuse me, harnesses and cute little Valentine's Day weekend, post-Valentine's Day, you know, sexy little outfits. We were chatting with the DJ at the club and his friend was there. And I said, this is my boyfriend, Peter. And 20 minutes later, I walk back to the DJ and the guy who I introduced my boyfriend was trying to kiss me. And I'm like, no, I just introduced you to my boyfriend and now you're trying to, what? stop it. But then I looked at him like 20 minutes later and he was kissing three other people. It was not personal. He was a little drunk and it was Sunday and hey, you know what I mean? So you you have to take it all with a grain of salt. You do. And sometimes the miscues aren't a bad thing. So for example, with the one that I was talking, initially that I was talking about, he... I didn't have a romantic thing with him. I just didn't know what to expect in other words. And so when he, I'm glad though in text when I said, what are you into tonight? And I was thinking he was going to say, well, we could grab some dinner or drinks. And he went right into making out, right? you know, 69. He was in hookup mode. Right. I thought, okay, I love that we've cleared that up. I know that this will be max about an hour. Mm-hmm. I can still watch my Will and Grace. It was a Thursday <laughs> night. Project Runaway is still on. Yeah. You know, and yay. Yeah. I get to still order food and have a night to yeah. myself. This is like one of the best nights ever. Yeah. I get right. it all. I totally <laughs> get like that too. It was really kind of cool, cool to know that I didn't have to spend all night with him. Yeah. And not that. I wouldn't want to do that with somebody else. And you could also be that same person. You could have led with it and said, hey, listen, I really look forward to getting together, playing for about an hour, and then I have to work at nine. So we're going to keep it a short night. Don't be offended. Project Runway. Exactly, and Will and Grace. (laughs) Work, like W-E-R-K, work. (laughs) Exactly. And then my other story with the guy, the bartender that I was making out with, that ultimately said, oh, I don't go home I have my boyfriend at home. I did know he has a boyfriend. It's interesting that, you know, I guess you just never know. Some people have their boundaries, like for right. perhaps him. And where that marker is. Maybe it's okay if he makes out a little bit, you know, after work or whatever. But obviously it's not okay in their relationship to go home. Everybody has their boundaries, I guess. Yeah. And I just 
that was an interesting one. I was a little bummed because I was like, damn it. Right. Yeah. You can't assume anything. I actually no. think that guy who wanted to make out with me last night wanted to make out with Peter more than me. And that's cool. And there are many boyfriends out there that do that. Peter's shaking his <laughs> head <laughs> off camera. It's true. Yes, exactly. Um, moving on. There was a great story recently that I thought was really appropriate. Do you guys know the porn star Armand Rizzo. Mm-hmm. He is, he's been in a lot of porns. He's a certified bottom in terms yeah. that he's always a bottom. In he's all the of one his... that brought up uh, the, oh, whole, the, award thing? the whole thing oh, okay. about Well, bottoms. hold on. That's what I'm talking about. And oh, so okay. the story is that he recently got asked by a porn company to join, you know, do some scenes. Mm-hmm. And after a little bit more research, he found out that the, there was a pay inequality for bottoms. So the amount that they were going to pay him was on their low scale of what they pay. And he found out later that they pay tops a lot more. And when he brought it up, they essentially said, um, and I'm just going to tell you the site. The, the site is, because he says it, blacks on boys. Uh, they said, quote, the the site is more top dominant is what they said. And I, um, he clapped back and said he did after they essentially, he went on a Twitter rampage Mm -hmm. about how that's not right. And essentially they wanted him to do a scene with a couple of tops. And so I think his whole point was, wow, in this, it's kind of a cool, parallel topic to mm-hmm. the me too movement and mm-hmm. how or in women that don't the pay inequality it happens within our own world too of porn too and anybody we've talked a lot about it on this show yeah the amount of work that it takes to bottom is so i i respect it because i i i think i uh, there was a lot of times where i've been selfish and definitely been like what the fuck is taking you so long or just things like that if i invite someone over to clean out and do it all like all the preparation at my place and then i'm like oh my god it's like taking a really long time but i've learned to really respect it and understand like just everything i mean it's it's work where being a top i mean um, most of the time you're ready the other crazy thing about it or a lot of the time i guess and the other crazy thing about it <laughs> was face. there was a couple. No, I have something to say about it. I'm just listening. Of course you do. There was a couple <laughs> of it, the scenes that he was going to perform for were him taking two dicks right. at one and, time. And your company so has like, an you're influx expecting, of tops. So you're expecting me to take two dicks. Right. And, he, and his ultimate quote at the end was, it's crazy because with you can have, it's more top dominant is what, they said to him yeah and in the end it's like they're without a bottom where are these guys sticking their dicks right. into so exactly. you need me too you do and i think and the i think the scenes they were he they were going to pay him on the low rate of like 300 dollars for the scene and then they ended up saying well we'll bump it up after he created such a fuss to a thousand dollars for the scene he ended up turning it down and said you know what go fuck yourself yeah and i kind of res- respect him for that mm-hmm. If you could do that, you wouldn't have to worry about how much you paid. But <laughs> um, no, I, I understand what you're saying, and I do not think it's right. But but what I do find fascinating, what's entering my head right now, is there are a few clubs in San Francisco, in Chicago, in New York, and in Berlin, 
that I have been told, come, come for free. Come, please bring a buddy. We need tops. You don't have to pay a cover. We'll give you free drinks that night because just per capita, there's a bunch of bottoms and no tops. So I don't know if that's equating eggs to AIDS or apples to apples, but I do think in the industry, everyone should get paid the same. And I definitely think the bottom is doing You're a lot more. You're talking more about like a sex party. Like a sex some... party. I do find that fascinating that well, I've... <clears throat> I don't think that's right, but I think if they're trying to equal out the people, the tops and the bottoms, Maybe that's a good thing. Right. And you're like saying crowd wise. You're saying, I mean, I'm just saying crowd wise. Yeah. Women's more, night. You know how they do. Like women they do women's night. Women get in free. Yeah. Well, I I've definitely know of a couple places where I've had text messages being like, "Hey, we need a bunch of tops. Come on over." There's a you know, and, yeah. and it's like a weekly need. That's a quota. So thing I'm wondering that, if that transcends into there's a lot of bottoms in the industry and the top is. That's a quota. Thing. I don't know. That's more, what's, I'm, I'm what's it in uh, college when they're Trying to get more a recruiting a- affirmative action. Oh, affirmative action for right. the club. I think we're talking about a porn site. So, in other words, I wonder when I go on Blacks for Boys, or I, I think it's Blacks, Blacks on Blacks boys. on Boys. Thank yeah. you. When I go on Blacks on Boys, I'm gonna pay a fee. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for Blacks, and their whole thing is. Black it's guys that fuck man. lighter skinned mm-hmm. boys. Mm-hmm. And by lighter skin, they mean interracial, yeah, interracial, bottoms. even Latinos that are lighter skinned. That's mm-hmm. just their thing. And you need these, it's a very dop, um, top dominant, but you need these bottoms and to, right. me, to make a it a scene. I, I agree with you completely. But we, it's a lot as more work. the person. But then to take but, two black tops but hold also. On. I but, mean, me, but me being the person just paying the membership to yeah. go onto this site, I'm, I'm not participating in this. I'm yeah. just going onto the site mm-hmm. to see, you know, primarily tops black tops right fuck these boys we need you need these bottom boys right or you don't have any porn it's a little bit different from what you're saying lincoln i think because that's a party where you just want an a relatively equal equal quota so that there's not skewed one way or the other i just thought it was an interesting thing to bring up because it does seem it does parallel but different and and let me be clear bottoming especially with two dicks or Anything else that's porn ready? Because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of tops walking around that are inherently small. I mean, right. tops are big as a general mm-hmm. rule. That being a bottom is full work, full respect, full hands down. Yeah, you know, I think they should be paid double. If I do else. like that Armand spoke up, and yeah. even when they did increase his pay, he essentially said no. I'm glad he no, thank said you. fuck you, and yeah. went to his Twitter page to kind of voice that, mm-hmm. so that. People understand that, you know, he also uh, talks a little bit about it in another interview on the ongoing, often fetishization of bottoms that are uh, made to feel like women or female, uh, the inferior of the two in the situation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a fair comparison, too, that we're going to give the tops more pay mm-hmm. because we it goes back to old social constructs of the man gets more the man is the the you know the the breadwinner the breadwinner 
and it's not right. I don't think yeah, so. I agree. There are undertones to our own regular culture. Mm-hmm. This is our culture. I also but don't see anything inherently feminine about being a bottom in an honest gay relationship. True. I don't either. It's men with men. Let's I think. Just leave it I just at think that, that there let, is let a little be. bit of that still today. That uh, prejudice mm-hmm. towards that. Hey, it's your buddy Steve V. Rodriguez, and if you've been listening to Tag's podcast, you'll know that I've been a busy little bee going to either a jockstrap party or a naked party, and what I don't leave home without is my nifty little packet of Blue Chew. Blue Chew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, and I am always ready to go confidently in bed well all you have to do is go to bluechew.com your first order is free when you use our promo code tags t-a-g-s at checkout when you go to bluechew.com you can immediately talk to an affiliated physician you get prescribed online quickly and it gets sent to you in discreet packaging so what are you waiting for don't you want to last longer in bed well if you're like me you do your first order is free. Go to bluechew.com right now. Use our promo code TAGS. T A G S. The first order is free. Chew it and do it. Moving on, there's a. Have you guys heard of Discovy? We've talked a little bit about it on the show. It's the alternative to Truvada that's out there I now. I just heard about it. Like, I, I don't know anything about it, actually. It's actually been out f- since late last year. People are on it. You can actually ask your doctor. Uh, to put you on it there's some one of our friends just uh our mutual friends was just talking about it the other night at the bar that came to visit and he just switched and he said that he was just telling me about the differences yeah and you'll notice right now have you guys seen the commercials that are out there if you watch any i have i noticed the girl from pose that we love yes she's on there there's some great what are the benefits if you don't well uh, san francisco aids foundation did a really cool comparison that i thought might be cool to share with everybody Mm -hmm. in general Truvada next to discovy the effectiveness on both sides is 99 percent um, both of them are a daily regimen shown to be effective for the interesting thing about this is Truvada is includes gay and bisexual cis men, trans women, trans men, heterosexual cis women, people who inject drugs. Discovery, on the other hand, only is included for gay and bisexual cis men and trans women at this current time. The safety, the bone health, I think, was what was... Yes, that's um, what my our so friend for brought Truvada, up, too, about that. For Truvada, people with osteoporosis should avoid, um, and there could be implications that if you have, which you may not even know, mm-hmm. weak bones in your system, Truvada might not be the one, and... It's safer for Discovy for people that are have osteoporosis. Um, kidney health was another one because you all know that sometimes you you go you go every three months to check the blood work to make mm-hmm. sure that you're HIV negative. But you also look to see at least when I do mine for kid- your liver and your kidneys. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Totally, totally. So kidney health for Truvada people with kidney issues or a strong family history of kidney disease should avoid. Um, on the other hand, Discovy safer to take for people with kidney issues or a strong family history of kidney disease. Still monitoring recommended on that. Mm-hmm. 
Weight loss was interesting. Weight loss, weight gain. Truvada may cause a small degree of weight loss, where Descovy, on the other hand, may cause a small degree of weight gain. And on the cholesterol, Truvada may cause a small decrease in HDL, LDL, and total cholesterol, where Descovy may cause small increases in LDL, cholesterol, and triglycerides. Cost is around the same and available. Uh, Truvada is available for most insurances, where Descovy, most insurances. And I think the la the other interesting part was the pill size. Uh, Truvada is a little bit larger pill size than um, Discovy. Yeah, Discovy looks like half the size. Right. So it's interesting. Interesting. It's interesting. I um, I've had I've had the bone density test three times because <clears throat> there might be an issue with bone density in my world. And I did notice when I was on Travada, I did lose a little bit of weight. Okay. And and I kind of liked that fact. Right. But at the same time, I stopped taking it um, for a while now. Peter started Travada and broke out in shingles. Wow. And, wow. Correct. And then stopped. Took it for four days, broke out in shingles, and stopped. So that would the alternative would be the answer for him to try that if. Right. We get back on that. I swear mine is just, I I guess, I don't know if it's because I've been on it for like almost six years now. Wow. I was way at the beginning and I just haven't, I don't think any side effects, but I mean, and my liver and kidneys have been tested all the time ever yeah. since. And I just, but my, our mutual friend that was talking about it, telling me a little bit about it. Cause I just literally only heard about it from that commercial on TV was uh and they talk about Truvada in the commercial so that I didn't have any correlation to know that it was something similar as he said that he was starting to feel really weak in his joints and everything and he's right. in a full-blown relationship as well that's I think recently as of open mm -hmm. and so uh he said that the bone all of that changed after switching you know what i love i love that we have the option yeah right i love that we have the option of now two medications instead of one i love that we have the option that if we're going to be super sexually active for june july and august we could jump on it right. if we want to break from it we can use a condom yeah, we exactly. could you know what i mean there is an alternative <clears throat> and coming from the days and age where it was nothing but oh my god we don't even understand how we're getting it. Right. We've exactly. come such a long way. Yeah. We've come such a long way, and we should always note that research is still going on for all of these medications, and nothing's 100%. So, no, and you know, listen to your body and listen to your doctor. Right. right. And don't be afraid in, say, your circumstance, Lincoln, or whomever's, to listen to your body or... You know, maybe there's a time and a place. We originally, Jeremy and I interviewed, we talked about it recently, mm -hmm. the doctor from Columbia. Columbia University, that sometimes it could be a time and a period in your life. Like you said, heightened. Yeah, heightened. well, you know what? That's why I say that. I went back and listened to that episode after you guys talked oh, about cool. it because I wasn't here for that. And I mm -hmm. and I do agree with that, that right. there are times. And like, I didn't know that, that she pretty much stated that's why it was created in general. I mean, of course, for other reasons, but... I didn't know that that was even an option because I feel like medication that you take every day, it's meant for you to stay on it. So I really wasn't sure. Is it something like you said that 
you when it's a heightened sexual period in life, you can go on it and then go off of it when you're monogamous and uh, back and forth. But I also think I'm a huge vitamin junkie. Like I will be one of those people that's like CoQ10 is going to save my life and I'll try it for six months and try it diligently. And then I'll be like, take a break from it. Do I notice a difference? Am I wasting my money? Did it? What? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I do think that no matter what medication you're on, if it is voluntary, like Travada is to take a couple weeks away and listen to your body and give your body a break from any medication. And again, not a doctor. I'm a homo with a microphone at the moment, but (laughs) I don't want anyone, you know what I mean? My doctor always says at least two weeks started up again before you have any sexual activity, Mm -hmm. you know, so that, and I know, I think you could do it one week, but he always says just for extra measure, do it two weeks before. Mm -hmm. But taking a month off, I, I've definitely had some injuries and surgeries in my life over the years. And if I'm, I'm not going to have sex if I just detach my bicep and I need, I'm going to be yeah. in a cast for two months. Yeah. What am I doing taking Travada every day? Like, Good point. Uh, work with I me. Right. Yeah. Look at what you're going through. There's um, another a doctor prescribed another medication for me too. That I'm like, okay, is all of, and I don't necessarily need to take this medication, but mm-hmm. taking both of those, he wants me to come in shortly after I start taking it to see liver and kidney and Good. all that, but. You know, when you start layering on some of this stuff and, right. you know, you're drinking liquor and stuff like that. Right. It's good to just be aware and figuring out, are you really sexually active and what's what and also, for you now? Remember your history. You know, right. I, I got hepatitis in college from food poisoning. And ever since then, whenever I do anything, my mom is like, well, you know, that liver you had hepatitis back oh, when you were 17 God. years old from Always eating shellfish in Monterey. And I'm like, well, you know what, though? She's kind of right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to bow down to her. Yeah. Well, there's a current story out there right now about more and more people are making their partners take lie detector tests um, because of Grindr. And essentially, I'm um, Graham Grimoire, who wrote this, Sorry, Lincoln, he wrote something like nasty about Madonna recently, but about well, the fact that the I decline. have no idea who this person okay, is anyway, is suiting. <laughs> but it's actually a story. Um, he just I'll just read a teeny bit of it with cheating on the rise. More and more gay people are asking their partners to take lie detector tests, at least according to Andrew Goldstein, uh, a.k.a. the polycraft examiner. Goldstein has specialized in confirming and or debunking cases of infidelity over a decade. He has administered thousands of polygraph tests since 2008. And he goes on to say that typically his clients were always heterosexual couples. Mm -hmm. More recently, he had uh, a man come into him to see him about cheating. And when he asked him, well, is your wife? The guy quickly said, oh, no, no, it's my husband. And since then, this doctor went on to change the way he asked questions, essentially, to include gay men. And the uprise of clients that he's seen has been huge, particularly around the holidays and definitely during Valentine's Day is what they talk about. A lot of Goldstein also credits the rise of gay hookup apps for the surge in new clients as cheating has become easier than others. He is quoted as saying, most of the time when an individual confesses to one instance of infidelity, their spouse wants to know other information such as how many occurrences there have been, he explains. 
he goes on a little bit more. I'll post this on our tagspodcast.com website. Can I ask a question? First of all, are you just saying that <clears throat> his questioning has changed? To include. So is this kind of like a blowjob isn't sex? So if if the, you know, like, have the you doctor- had sex with, have you cheated on your wife? Well, if you don't consider sex with a man cheating, then he's not lying. But now he's changed the vocabulary of his questioning? Well, is that I kind don't of know. It or no? I think essentially he's refraining from saying your wife and oh, okay. realizing he's keeping that it, more open. it can, like, oh shit. So accommodating rea- then. You know, right. I mean, I understand. Probably a lot of it has to do why gay marriage lawyers are now in effect too because since we got gay marriage now we have gay divorce yeah. and <laughs> and a lot of it and a Jesus, lot of it yeah. and so yeah. he's probably thinking oh my gosh i need to really open up how i approach this yeah. and not just assume that it's the woman which is it's, smart or you know vice versa it's so. honest i think mm-hmm. it's good it is and so i guess my question to you is how far have you ever, would you ever be that jealous that you would want your partner to take a lie detector test? And by the way, what happened to just communication and asking your partner? Jeremy, I don't know. What do I you mean, think? I mean, I don't think if it gets to that point that it's worth it to stay. I mean, I just feel like if you can't speak or I don't know, I just feel like if it gets pushed to the dramatics of this and then... So you get the lie detector results, and then what? You know what I mean? Right. I, I don't know if it's the best route in order to get your spouse to admit anything, and then you find out from the results of it. And then there's also, they're not always accurate, and I don't know. It's just, I don't think it's the best way, route to go. I think really talking and communicating with your partner is so much more important, and I think it's a little bit sad if you do get pushed to well, the level of then having to test your Thank you, and here's one thing. Questions. I mean, are you really going into an, a meeting with this doctor and you're telling your partner, oh, we're going to do this lie detector test, or are you putting them on the spot? Because to me, if somebody told me, I want to go to this meeting or you're going to do a lie detector test. Wouldn't, if you did do something, wouldn't you be like, well, hold on now. Right. Let me just confess now. Right. And I want to hear your point, Lincoln, but he does, he's quoted as saying, let's say I have a couple by the name of John and Mike, where John is accusing Mike of cheating. Goldstein explains. So I test Mike and he confesses to cheating one time. Then all of a sudden, Mike says, I want to know what John has done, and it turns out that John has also been cheating as well. And I mean, then it's just a fight and a back and forth, and it's like, really? I don't I think mean, John or Mike are old enough to have an honest adult relationship. I think they need to grow up. It's yeah. called being an adult, and if you are not an adult, you should not have an adult relationship. Yeah, It's that simple. If you're having your boyfriend get a lie detector test, yes, I have felt this in my life when I was 21. Right. I thought I knew everything. Yeah. I thought I knew everything about how they should be and who they should be and the <laughs> happily ever after that was going to happen when I was 23 years old and knew nothing. Mm-hmm. Grow up. Go get some therapy yourself. You're projecting your bullshit on your partner and you're putting them through hell by taking a lie detector test. And And if they are cheating, you kind of deserve it. Yeah. And I also think, like he's saying, 
you have to think in the other person's shoes and perspective. Would you really want to stay with your boyfriend that makes you get the lie detector test as no. well? I mean, I wouldn't. This reminds me. I and don't are you going to get it th- every I, single? Oh, what are we going to do? Go to brunch after that? Every I mean, single time you have an insecurity moment that you let's go back to do the lie detector test and you know what else this drives me nuts about (laughs) exactly there's two things that and by the way how much is that lie detector (laughs) test are we low exactly can we buy it can we do an in-home kit and (laughs) are they they're kind of expensive right i I mean they did it on the housewives one episode i just stare into their eyes and say no did you fuck around but this is better look me in the eye motherfucker listen (laughs) if you're if you're two boyfriends who are both still on Grinder for whatever reason. I still have a lot of friends on Grinder and Scruff that I say hi to from time to time. It's not for hooking up. Mm-hmm. You know, fantasy life is good. Yeah. The thought of fantasy life is good. If you see the hottest guy ever, if there's someone you've always tried to be with that you're never going to be with because now you're in a monogamous relationship, think about that person. That's good. It's fantasy. It's yeah. fun. If you're hooking up every other day on Grinder, you have a bigger problem in your relationship. And this kind of reminds me of that. I don't watch this series anymore at all because it it literally hurts my feelings. Black Mirror. I don't watch Black Mirror. But there was the last episode I watched. It was couples. And there was something inserted into their eyes that you could watch what your boyfriend did all night before oh. they got home. Oh, and when they I went to work not. the other day. I can't. And it was like AI. taking utter paranoia. Yeah. To its fullest level. And they were literally like, no, rewind it. Look, you looked at her through that because they can see what? a like video of what they were doing. So it's so gross. Lincoln, yeah. I'm not mad at Black Mirror. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> for all our. Anyways, um, I'm not mad at them because they're sort of magnifying our culture. Here yeah. we are talking about a lie detector test that normally his clients are heterosexual couples, but he's noticed an uprise in gay couples. So this isn't that far off. No, it's not. You know know people would love to have that. I get that, but I am black. It's just taking, that's fantasy, and they're taking, they're a little bit of Twilight. They're taking it to the extreme for for creative purposes. So I think they're just, I don't know why you were offended, because I just think it's just... Because our days these days are really dark. And the last thing we need to do is... It's called Black Mirror. Okay, that's great. And it's also (laughs) called a TV show. Do we really need to play out all the worst things that could happen with our species on television? Because to me, it's happening every friggin' day. There is an aspect Trump is president. Are you kidding me? Next Christmas, I'm getting you La La Land, the film, to watch. (laughs) I hate that movie, too. By the way, I hated that movie. Then you can't even please him. (laughs) (laughs) And that's like if you want to jump around in rainbows... And Ex- not be on the black mirror. Exactly. But I do know, to your point, Lincoln, I have friends that are together and they freely go on the apps to just to communicate. Sometimes they have open relationships. There's all sorts of levels. I know now I used to be so jealous, even in my 30s when I was with somebody. I remember storming out of my apartment because I knew my boyfriend was at the bar and I was marching down 7th Avenue here in New York City ready to catch him out. Catch him. He wasn't Look even doing that. Yeah, no, I was like on a rampage. And now I haven't been in a relationship in a long time, but I know that 
in if I do get into a relationship now, it will be much more open. Yeah, and I haven't either, and I've realized we'll that you don't turn more. them on by acting like that. Yeah, and actually, like, I probably wouldn't be as you just don't. I probably wouldn't be as maybe I would want to talk to the person about monogamy and yeah. what that really means. Even yeah. I don't think I would want to live in the same place. Mm-hmm. And in my yeah. opinion, you and your new boyfriend should sit down and listen to erotica from beginning and end and remember what fantasy is all about. We can do that. We you can would. do that. Well, that brings us to our current poll. You can go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. It, the questions are going to be related to the story we've been hashing out. And they're going to be things like, would you use a lie detector test with your boyfriend? Have you lied to your partner about being faithful ever? Do you have an open relationship or would you consider one? And do you trust your partner or take it as if when you had a partner, mm-hmm. do you did you trust You know what? I think we should add one more. Okay, go ahead. I'm do typing you, away. Do you trust yourself in your own relationship? Oh. oh, okay, Marianne Williamson. How is that Marianne? <laughs> but it's true. You Do you trust yourself trust... in your own relationship? Because it's just a mirror that you're looking at. And if the person is a dog and out cheating every single night, then you're a not crazy. One. But if you're the one doing it and you're just pushing that person through hell, you have to look at yourself. And by dog, you mean dog, right? <laughs> Fine. Yes, exactly. Um we have so many stories, but I'm just going to pick one because we only have time for one more. Just Do a it. couple quick announcements. Um, Growler, just this isn't a topic. I'm just going to read this off real quick. Growler today, yesterday, suspended all of its users. So if you were on Growler, the Bear app, essentially anybody that went on there, I tried to ask a friend of mine who's on there. He didn't respond to me back. I'm just checking. Um, no, he didn't respond back, but essentially anybody that was on the Growler app that tried to use the app were, was suspended. So who knows what's going on? Does it say why or any reason? No, they even Um, up to the last moment of when we recorded this, uh, nope, no, they recently got bought out by somebody else and there was no nothing. And the other interesting thing, um, there's another app, um, Oh my gosh, Cappy is. Does that sound Cappy like, or Chappy? It's called Chappy. 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 Thank you. My my stupid autocorrect. You're okay. Um. Oh yeah. You're okay, Cappy. They're going. They're done. So they are. They are. Yeah. Right. You heard that too, Peter. They had cute commercials. I saw when I was. How do, let's take a lie detector test. How do you know that Chappie is? I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you that's know what? Sad. With so many of them out there, essentially, they got bought by another app and they just didn't make. Do we know what the other app is? We do. And but we don't want to talk about it. That's okay. I'm trying to find. The thing that I liked about Chappie when I was back in the Chappie world, I liked it because it felt lighter. Okay. And you couldn't. I might be wrong. It's been a long time since I've been on that app, but you hooked, you got, you went into it and the only thing you could connect to it was your Instagram. So it showed like your real life. Okay. Playing out. Yeah. Or your Instagram life. Well, like your artistic eye or whatever. Maybe very different from, but I don't think it showed your Instagram name. I might be wrong. I might be totally lying right now. So it just kind of felt like this fun, light, I don't know. It felt like more like dating. I told this story a couple of weeks ago, didn't I? That I went out on a date on Tinder 
and we went on a date and I put on a button down. It was my own, my first date from Tinder and I put on a button down shirt and we met and we sat and, you know, we started talking and I said, you know, it's nice to meet you. This is fun. You know, you're my first date on Tinder. And he said, what are you talking about? We met on scruff. And I went, <laughs> we did. And he said, yeah. And I said, then why are we here? And we went home, played around. And it was over. Oh so my God, <laughs> I guess like funny. if you meet through a certain app, you have certain expectations and Chappie felt a little lighter and funner and like, oh, maybe something could happen. So the app that bought them is Bumble and Bum- they will just merge with Bumble. Okay. So they thought Bumble was a hair care. I'm so well, Bumble is a hair care. It and is I love Bumble, Bumble and Bumble. But right? different Bumble. Different Bumble. Okay. Bumble. I know some friends that it's all about <laughs> friends and friendly hook friendly hookups type okay. things so they're just kind of going to merge oh with so them. then they'll probably integrate what uh chappy had as features and then add them to that and then it will be for uh gay and straight i'm assuming yeah and i guess it's just there's so much out there they're gonna it's, call it fumble <laughs> i mean wouldn't you guys agree it's a saturated market i think everyone wants to connect yeah I think everyone wants a partner. Not yes, my question, to, to completely no, to completely agree with you. <laughs> everyone wants to connect, and the thing is, you can't connect over a big umbrella like Grinder or Chappie or Tinder, mm-hmm. yeah, because it's personal. It really is trying to find that one person that's your match. Got so it. yeah, it is an oversaturated. Well, market. the last story that I thought was cool is city regulations. I'm reading off of Instinct magazines, and I thought this was cool. Given that you and I are from the Bay Area, San Francisco, Lincoln, and I know you love San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I'm sure all of you love San Francisco. Jenny City- Jackson, August 18th. Keep oh going. Oh, my God. Okay. Randy Slalovsek, and I'm sorry I butchered his name, but writes, City regulations force gay saunas to close as the HIV epidemic worsened in San Francisco. Currently, District 8 Supervisor Raphael Mandelman who represents the LGBTQ-centric Castro area in San Francisco, has introduced legislation that would lay the groundwork for allowing gay bathhouses to reopen. And back in, back in 1984, as the AIDS epidemic was reaching a fever pitch, San Francisco put new rules in place ordering owners to tear down individual cubicles with locks on the doors, as well as having employers monitor the sexual activities of patrons to ensure there was no unsafe sex taking place but as we all know the article goes on to say with prep and hiv rates going um decreasing um this district six supervisor matt haney shout out to matt haney who district includes the south of market neighborhood where most gay bathhouses were located back in the day has expressed his support of the new legislation and he wants to have it as early as july 1st 2020 Um, pointing to the advantages of HIV drugs as well as the research. He goes on to say um, that the proposal could also include requiring bathhouses to provide free condoms and other safe sex material. And yes, and I think, wow, that's kind of cool. Full circle. That's a full, full circle. Cir- full moment. circle, right? Bring back the Trocadero. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. Blow Buddies, and there are places in San Francisco e- that have. Eros. Yeah, and Eros. Currently there, but. Kept going. I think it would be kind of cool for San Francisco because, yeah, we even here in New York City have some gay bathhouses, and sometimes people turn their noses up it's to It's not like, what it is. It's that- like, who in their right mind would go? And no, I'm not naming names at all. But I do think that maybe if this Matt Haney were to get that, 
Maybe it would be a newfound way of creating these bathhouses today. But we also aren't one of those cities that have, uh, like, the the greatest ones, right? Compared we to, well, like, that's what I'm saying. When, this when is you the travel problem. around, Go because to I know that I've heard that even Chicago, I, I've i never oh, been yeah. to that yeah. one, but I've heard it's that that one's so amazing. Good. It's like an amusement park. Steamworks. Yeah. It's a Not really only that, it's just the cleanliness, perhaps, yep. yeah. is something that a lot but of But go these... to Europe. I mean, in Berlin, however, I will say, in Berlin, things seem to be going full steam ahead. I did read an article. I have no footnote, no reference, but they're doing the, they're doing the opposite in London. They're shutting down some of the ones that were not as healthy or have been around for so long. Yeah. So again, there's a separation between disease control and hygiene mm-hmm. and people's sexuality. And well, people shout out in, to San in, Francisco for being at the forefront right. of sex Resurgent. positivity back yeah. in the day, but also had to respond of closing down so much things because of the AIDS epidemic and got blamed for a lot of but this. But it was responsible. Also, you know, they were also at the forefront of the San Francisco AIDS Foundation mm-hmm. and act up and always all that. Yep. at the forefront. And I like this Matt Haney who's trying to get them back given a new era. Right. And I like homage. that his name is Heaney. Yeah, me I think too. It's cute. Me Heaney. too. Yeah, Heaney. We hope that that goes through mm-hmm. because when I go home, I would love to check that out. Yeah. Steamworks. Yes, exactly. Um, this has been great. Take our poll, you guys. It's at patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex where we're talking about jealousy and would you or would you not test your partner through a lie detector test we want to hear from you there's some our after show is on there this week for the ten dollar on up check it out some other sexy perks it's always a good show when it ends with asking someone to take our poll (laughs) up your ass that one too Exactly. Thank you so much, Jeremy Ross Lopez. You can follow him at J Ross Lopez on Instagram. Thank you, Lincoln. Hey, I'm going to do both of my Instagrams Go. this week. So Instagram, Mad Lincoln. Some of you followers have been making little comments that you listen every week on Mad Lincoln. So thank you. But also Protein Bakery on Instagram. Please follow it. I'm really trying with having my bakery be around for so long. I have a huge following of women. I have a huge following of straight athletic jock. I have a huge following of gay guys. And the more that kind of get the healthy thing that I'm trying to do through bakery, the more I appreciate it. So follow me on both of those handles on Instagram. They're so yummy, the protein bakery. They are yummy. And, oh, can I say this? Yes. No one else. So we have a new birthday cake flavored blondie. Mm. Coming out hopefully by St. Patrick's Day. I love birthday cake. Everybody cross your fingers is a wicked mint. Uh, brownie. Oh, this bitch loves <clears throat> mint. And we also have two keto cakes that are fresh baked, only available to pick up in the shop. Uh, chocolate and a vanilla. They're made with monk fruit and almond flour. That's the protein source. They are 100% keto, not even keto friendly. They are keto to the T and they will be the best celebration cake you'll ever have. So wow. check out proteinbakery.com. We'll Follow me on Protein Bakery Instagram. <laughs> you know what we should do? Let's do a let's do a sampling. Then next time okay. I come, I'll bring a bunch of our cake cups. We're with holding me. you to it. Okay. And in the meantime, continue, continue having, having hot gay, gay sex. sex.